Hi, I'm Joe Madden, and you are listening to Halfway Around the Halo. Fires the first. The Angels have no hit. The Seattle Mariner racing back to the track. Go! Never mind, I'll find someone like you. Oh, I wish nothing but the best for you, too. Well, Adele skies it to deep left field. Going back is Tapia and looking over the berm. Adios! Joe Adele connects and quickly gives the end of a 2 nothing lead here. In the second inning, no doubt. This is season three, episode three, halfway around the halo, LA Angels UK podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Nick Wright. We are back for a slightly delayed episode. We pushed it back two days, mainly because of me. There is no special guest tonight. Just listen to the pair of us. But, well, I say no special guest. He may not be a guest, but he is special to me. So, good evening, Dave. How are you? He's calling me special after an introduction like that. Then you're going to have to keep it in now. So yeah, well, you don't know. No, they can they can never know if I want to. If I want to get rid of that, I can. Um, are you doing all right? Are you fully yeah. recovered now? Are you back to health? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Just taking it nice easy this week. So uh, yeah, I'm feeling a lot better Excellent. now. You just need to hope that I don't release the uh, video evidence of this podcast so they can see your haircut although it is better this week than it was last week yeah get that hood up it's starting to grow a little bit now yeah so, i've got i've got enough of the visuals if i want to if i want to release it to the to the public i can no one wants to see that yeah. nearly as much as no one wants to hear you sing again i don't know about that I've, I've had some requests requests come through of course i was referring to joe adele at the start there the huge two-run bomb he hit in spring training today which was very nice to see. However, what happened afterwards, not so nice. As we're recording now, we're currently in the bottom of the fifth. Angels are down seven to two after an absolutely disastrous fourth inning. But who really cares? It's spring. Other than Mike Mayers, who was really good last year and looked good at the start of spring this year, was diabolical. And then we threw out some young lad. Well, actually, he's not that young, but also didn't do too well and they gave up seven runs between them rowan so dave have you been watching i was watching earlier uh, we, we have now turned off to do this podcast um i'm yeah. just pulling along the box score now much, much yeah I, i've turned it off in order to not get distracted because otherwise you might just hear me randomly shout at the shout out like sort of style but um it, you know it doesn't matter does it it doesn't matter. But how are you feeling? We're now a week into the spring and the regulars are in there and everyone's settled yeah. in nicely. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm feeling quite quietly confident with the fact that you don't try and look at any results <laughs> or or even performances on the field. But no, it's good to see them all out there. Um, a couple of the additions seem to be solid additions over the off-season off as well. And you could argue have helped improve the team. Um, as I say, it's so early though, isn't it? But... Yeah. Um, there's hashtag, a couple uh, hashtag spoilers there. 
yeah but it's certainly um no i'm feeling good so far i'm feeling good yeah me too and what i'm really feeling good about and i couldn't start this podcast without him being number one on our list of discussion shohei otani baby he's back right otani is back is he back (laughs) he actually gave up what gave up a run yesterday few hit couple of doubles who cares though (laughs) 1.2 1.2 innings pitch, 5Ks. Oh, that split up. Wow. I mean, yeah, that was that bad, was... right? Touching 90. I loved it. 96 to 100 on the velocity. And he comes out after the game and says, I was taking it easy for my first start in spring. I know. Po- positive, encouraging signs, without a doubt, there with, uh, with Atani. There's always going to be so many ifs and buts with him throughout an entire year. And I'm looking forward to saying if he's... St- or, I'm looking forward to him not saying if he stays healthy, hopefully he will do this. Hopefully, hopefully we will get to that 2018 beginning Otani, especially on the mound, because he can make such a massive difference onto our, uh, onto our starting rotation. Now, you're talking front end, aren't you, with that ability? I was going to say, but let's not do that, Dave. Don't, don't no. throw negative stuff out here. No. Classic Dave. Realistic. Already. Joe Madden would not be happy with that. Now, of course, he's got to be got to be healthy and we've been saying it all the time and you can't read anything into it and his spring he's pitched 1.2 innings and a couple of bullpens and hit a monster i'll tell you that was a bomb bomb dead center wow that was i've i must have watched that 100 times i think (laughs) yeah not far off it i mean that that was just a no doubt and never never coming back i heard rumors it's just landed on mars (laughs) <laughs> wouldn't surprise me but yeah I mean let's hope he, he just changes I tell everyone on Twitter I've been saying this to non-Angels fans all day actually it just changes the complexion of the ball cup completely like it, it's so hard to say when you've got a star like Mike Trout in the lineup you've got a star like Anthony Rendon in the lineup right those two just top 10 players in baseball Mike Trout probably the player of a generation however Atani if he's healthy the impact he can have for this team probably eclipses both of them. And I maybe that's harsh to say on Trout because nobody can compare with Trout. But if you can get his 2018 performance, but over a full season pitching, his rookie of the year year, and his hitting in 2018, 2019, just imagine that in a lineup. You've got like a premium power hitter. You've got a number one starter with a splitter and a breaking ball, which he was throwing for strikes. Let's not forget, which he just wasn't doing last year in that start, all those two starts. Um, I can't help but be excited. You can just hear it. I just can't help yeah. it. Oh, and, and I'm fully on board the excitement train with Otani, as as most Angels fans are at this moment in time. But um, cautiously, very, very overly excited, <laughs> if that's such a thing. Yeah, the, the other one we've seen today. So we've seen, obviously, we've talked about Angels pitching additions in the past and what we've done, raising the floor. But actually, like our our good friend Jose Quintana, once he picks the song he wants us to sing for the rest of the year, <laughs> he looked very, very good today. The the commands and the control was just perfect. Painting those corners, two innings, didn't he? Uh, hitless, really good. And hopefully, he's that sort of mid rotation anchor we've been desperate for. I, I know we've talked about the we've talked about needing a number one and that frontline starter, but we also need someone like that just anchoring middle of the rotation consistent solid 
Uh, yeah. What did they find the spring from him? Well, I mean, the, the, the ability in the ceiling for Otani, um, Quintana, can certainly eclipse anything that we had last year, starting pitching-wise, at the back end of that rotation. Um, the improvement that he, had, he made on tonight's start compared to his first start was evident, I felt. Um, as you said, the command seemed to be there, good velocity, and he was working well with Ben Boom. And it was just really, really positive, a really good, you know, strong outing. Now, let's not be wrong, we could go, you know, go up the spanner next week, but it's the going in the right direction. It's trending in the right direction in a nice sort of manner. Very pitch efficient. I think his first inning was 12, 12 pitches in the first inning. And he had to finish. He had to finish himself off in the bullpen as such after his outing because he still had pitches left in him. Um, really, really promising. Um, definitely easily be that number three guy. Uh, nice and well. It's, it's a rotation of twos to fours really, and Cobb who's a five. But um, well, and apart from Otani, maybe there's a one there. Well, there's potentially a one there at the moment, but I wasn't so yeah. wasn't so um, convinced on that you know a few weeks ago. But getting the chance to see him now, but we're moving away from Quintana. Um, no, he, he could be a very nice solid piece in there. And the rest of the rotation again, it's spring. They've pitched like a couple of innings each. It's very hard yeah. to really make any judgments. But I think there's been positive signs from all of them. All of them seem to have some sort of commands. Um, of their pitches. They all seem to be throwing strikes. Bundy was good. Cobb looked good. Of course. Canning, Canning gave up a couple of um, long balls, didn't he? But He did. But apart from that, actually, the stuff looked good. Um, and to be honest, again, I, I, I might actually start doing a tally of how many times I can say this during this episode, but it's just spring. Like, him giving up a couple of long balls in his first start doesn't make any difference. Um, it no. doesn't take away from what we were seeing from him on the mound. So actually, I mean, I'm more optimistic now. This is when I get to this stage of the off-season and spring training where you get more optimistic. I'm more optimistic about the rotation, yeah. that it's going to be fairly good. It's obviously not a top rotation, but I don't think it's bad either. I think, and all we need is that middle, middle of the rotation, you know, middle of the majors, just above league average. If you can get that across the board with our hitting, we're in business. Yeah, and, we're, and with a more solid bullpen compared to last year, I, I think that that can pl- get us through into, you know, into the promised land. Something we've been waiting for for so long. Do you think it is a more solid bullpen though? There's so many moving parts <sighs> to it, and Iglesias looked really good today. Although he had a bad first start, but looked very, very good today. <laughs> Myers, not good. Um, Buttery no. didn't look great yesterday. No, but that's the volatility of a bullpen, though, isn't it? As well, which which we all know about. Um, I, I think uh, Razor Iglesias, you know, he he was just doing a bit of honorary work for Holby Milner, you know, giving up a, a home run in his first first outing, first pitch. Um, you know, he, he was probably upset it just wasn't a grand slam. But you know, I think today you saw a little bit more about what he's about. Um, it, it's a difficult one. I, I was concerned about you know May's performance today was absolutely trash, but. You know, you don't know what he's working on. He could just be working on giving up the long ball. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but he was obviously the promising piece at the end of last season as well. Hold on, Did I hear you right? He could be working on giving up the long ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why not? Like, I know you don't tune into this show for really in-depth Angels analysis, but <laughs> I don't think you tune in for that. I've got to be honest. <laughs> oh. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Just wants to know what it feels like. 
practicing how to give up a hit in practice. <laughs> yeah, got to groove those pitches whenever you can. Look, I mean, this, it is what it is at this stage of the season. How low we sunk tonight, by the way. I had a message from Colorado's Rocky, Colorado Rockies UK. Are the Angels really bad or are the Rockies winning it all? Hashtag spring training overreactions. I mean, we know that the Rockies are going to be terrible, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, enjoyed it whilst it lasts. Yeah, we're not going to take too much of that. But the Angels, I mean, we put ourselves in the position today where he could send that message to us. Unfortunately so. Unfortunately so. But no, it's a, everything's disclaimed. It's just spring training, positives and negatives. Well, Ding, 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 ding. There it is. There's the reference. There it is. There it is. Uh, yeah. Pitching still, though. We had two very nice young pieces pitching the other day. Friend of the show, Chris Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. Quite outing. Absolutely electric. It's just a shame he only got two batters, to be honest. Oh, no. Everybody wanted to see him pitch into more. But that... That, that stuff was in like 98 with movement or 96 with movement, fastballs going all over the place. The breaking balls look great. Like, we know he's got potential to be a star. And oh, yeah. <laughs> two batters. We can't say anything really more other than the fact it's going to be so interesting to see how he develops this year. Having missed so much baseball, having had this major injury and not had the chance to pitch in live action for years, uh, obviously, they're at the, they're at the alternate site. Um, I assume he'll be over there to start the season, but then I assume he'll be at Double A to start. Um, well, I think he, he finished High A, didn't he, when he had his injury? By yeah. the looks of things, um, probably. Be, it will. I would say double. Double seems like a good idea. You, you don't want to stick him straight down into Triple A when that, you know, it's more well, actually, friendly. Well, I think Double A is actually a more challenging level for him. Yeah. Uh, to start with anyway a lot of obviously the best prospects in baseball will be at double a level yeah um, I, I mean i just i just hope he stays healthy that's that's all all we want for him is to get through spring training get involved and uh i'm not sure when he's due to come back out again it would be nice to have a, <laughs> a little bit more notice wouldn't it so we can work it out but you know get through however many innings he's going to be given hopefully he might get a bit more next time round. get a full inning instead of 0.2 or anything like that but no, it looked really, really promising and um, a lot to be excited about with, well, with the both of them, Chris and Reed Dittmans. Yeah, my guess is he probably won't get too much more during the spring because they'll want to be ramping up pitchers that have a chance of making the Major League team or the bullpen towards the end of the spring. But it's good. You mentioned Reed Detmers there as well. What did you see from him that it got you excited? I mean, I love the way he mixes that up and get frozen his and breaking stuff as well and just sets pitches up. Um, it's everything that's sort of been said about him so far. You know, they're talking about him being, you know, the most polished off college arm, uh, closest uh, coming up. And just everything about that. Again, it was such a short inning, wasn't it, <laughs> as well? It didn't take long. So, um, you know, but no, it was just nice to see them both up on that pump uh, and, and giving it their all in their, with their opportunity. You say that like it's a bad thing. I'd much... <laughs> I'd much rather have uh, quick innings with Angels pitchers on the mound every time. I know, but at the same time, it's like, oh, fly back out for one more. Come on, <laughs> don't worry about the rest of them. Let's see what we want. But no, it, obviously, double-edged sword, isn't it? Quick innings are good innings. Yeah, plenty of time for that as well. He's going to be a mainstay yeah. in the rotation for a very long time to come, I think. And of course, 
with this pitching performances, they do rely on our infield defense. Fletch is just the go. We love him. And <laughs> can't do anything more. But one guy that's obviously joined the team this year, replacing Anderton Simmons at shortstop, Jose Iglesias. What what have you thought of his performances so far, both with the bat and in the field? Without putting a disclaimer in, I think he's been great so far. His bat has looked fantastic. He's obviously clearly trying to stay on pace at 373 uh, with his batting average over the course of an entire season. Um, he's got some pop and he showed some good defensive prowess as well. Um, welcome addition. And, you know, given the injuries that Simba started to rack up over the last couple of years, I'll, I'll, is it a downgrade? I, I'm starting to think that based on some early performances, it could be just as good and just as just as confident to have him there. But Dave, it's only spring training. It is only spring training. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Simmons obviously had multiple injuries and whilst he was still an absolute wizard in the field. Oh, of course. You don't know if that's going to be a consistent theme now as he ages, getting older. How great was Iglesias' home run, by the way, off Hunter Green? Right, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the majors, kid. I saw someone yeah. tweet about this. You just... It's a learning curve for him. Like he's throwing 103. Yeah. If, if you hang a breaking ball against a major league hitter, it's gone. Yeah. And that's not a, and this is like a, in theory, a, a soft hitting shortstop who isn't supposed to be <laughs> first. And he's just yeah. crushed it. Yeah. Right. Well, it helps to generate some exit velocity when it's coming at you 100 plus. It's quite easy to get that pop going in the opposite direction. But no, it, um, I like Hunter Green, but he, he got taught a lesson there. You know, even Fletcher managed to punch him the other way, didn't he, as well? And, you know, people adapted to that speed. And if you, if you don't locate it still, pick, you know, fastball is still a fastball. It's still generally straight, a little bit of movement. But, you know, these guys can hit it, you know, so you got to set them up. So when you're playing, what would you say the average speed is of the pitching? Do you, know, do you have any idea? Um, never, never seen a speed gun. I'd probably say some of the quickest stuff we've had is probably low eighties that we've come up well, against. That's pretty quick. I wasn't expecting it to be that high, to be honest. Yeah, no. There's a team in, in particular that I played. Um, yeah, I'd say their guys probably go into low eighties. So how hard but, is that to hit? Like, I assume yeah. you don't even see it, right? You don't have much time to think about it. So when you think about Hunter Green slamming it in at 100 plus, or Shohei, let's keep it real, Shohei throwing it in at 100s, you've got no time at all. You, well, you... this is what I'm sort of asking for. I mean, just hitting a baseball is one of the hardest things you can well, do. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. the reaction I mean, time necessary to locate and identify what a pitch is and what it's going to do. I just well, don't know how they do it. And I don't play baseball, but you do, even if it is to a relatively low level although i've heard you were on definitely on, on the case for an england call up soon uh, <laughs> a gb call up yeah all right then but no not not, not quite but no it, it's fantastically hard i remember baseball is, is a sport of failure isn't it you know you can fail seven out of ten times and you'll be seen as good <laughs> with a 300 average so um it's not easy so um yeah and when, when it's coming at those speeds like hunter green's frame or shohei or, or anybody you know, it's and these guys are throwing 80 mile plus an hour breaking balls, let alone fastballs. Yeah, well, exactly. Exactly. The next spot we have to look at is actually really interesting, and that is the outfield. And is the who would have thought the backup outfield spot would actually generate some conversation? But I think at this point, we have a lot of competition and a lot of competition in spring that is doing quite well. 
So you know that for now, even though he's a bit of a liability in the field, Justin Upton's locked in in left field. Mike Trout is locked in in centre, obviously. And I think Dexter Fowler is locked in in right to yep. open the year. But then yep. you obviously have Juan Ligaris making a case in spring, John Jay. You've got Taylor Ward. You've obviously got Joe Adele, Brandon Marsh. Who else am I missing there? Scotty, what is it, Scotty Shebler? Oh, he can, no, 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 no. So what are you thinking so far? Because I think even though he, well, it was probably Taylor Ward's job going into the spring. Uh, Although we do have the extra man on the roster this year, don't forget. So there might be room for a fifth outfielder. But I thought it was Taylor Ward's job. But for me, Juan Ligaris is making quite a case uh, to get that final spot. We know he's got unbelievable defence. Uh, in centre and the thing with Taylor Ward is obviously he can't play centre field and none of them can really so you but do... he can catch he can now catch he can which will probably help his case to stay on the roster as emergency catcher as well but what what are you thinking so far in uh, outfield from from what I've seen so far um Juan Lagares is a lock for four. Uh, he, he's my fourth outfielder right now. I think he's been fantastic. He's got he's got the wheels to play centre. He can play the corners. He's defensively is fantastic. We, we've seen that a number of times already uh, over the games that he's played in so far. He's hitting the ball. He's seeing it well. He hasn't struck out yet. That's impressive. Um, you know, I, I, I would be more than happy with Juan Lagares being at our number four. And, you know, if we are carrying that one extra outfielder, you know, I think, Taylor Ward's new flexibility actually might just see him sneak in there. Um, I haven't been massively impressed with John Jay so far, but I know he brings a different element. He brings all that experience as well. You could see him yappering away today, even with Joe Adele out in right. Um, I think it's a real toss up between John Jay and um, Taylor Ward, where at the moment I would edge toward Taylor Ward mainly because he can now, he's bringing his catching back into the game, which just gives him a little bit of extra versatility on the team, which might help, especially with the question marks over Max Stassi. I know he came in in DH last, yesterday's game. Yeah, didn't and they said he might catch next week. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of it will depend on how good he is. But I think Taylor will starting to, you know, he started coming into his own a little bit at the end of last season, I felt. Um, started to seem to, starting to figure a few things out. Uh, yeah, so I think he's just progressing a little bit now, which might make him sneak into that fifth spot. Um with Adele clearly needing some defensive seasoning down in the minors. That's one way of putting it. So what have you made of Adele's spring so far? Because he obviously had his first hit today, which went a long bomb. But something that Brent McGuire tweeted earlier, I don't know if you saw this, but interested me. He said that Joe Adele has walked five times in his first 12 plate appearances this spring. Last spring, he didn't draw a single walk and he only walked seven times in 132 at-bats in the majors last year that small very small sample size but that's got to be a promising sign hasn't it if he's learning to take a pitch that's definitely an improvement i mean so far what he's he's only struck well only struck out four times this spring compared to five walks it's normally the other way around he's normally quite a high strikeout guy isn't he adele um but he's redone his swing slightly uh in the off season um obviously that's starting to pack starting to pay off he's had his one bomb today but it's, it's the defensive side which is a concern you know he the old song she fell over comes out <laughs> he fell over didn't he in the outfield a few games ago he let one bubble through his legs when picking up a grounder with about that brought in a run you know there's just obviously he still struggles in certain aspects 
So yes, there are improvements with his bat, but defensively, we we weren't good enough defensively last year. And but that's why Alon Lagares uh, was brought in. That's why John Jay was possibly brought in as a sort of defence first, but certainly upgrades defensively. Yeah, yeah. I think Adele. Obviously, we know he needs time in Salt Lake. He needs to iron these things out. I do worry slightly, though, as you've just said, some of those errors you're talking about, they're, they're like they're, they're brain farts, basically, aren't they? They're, I don't know what yeah. it is, whether he's just taking his mind off the game and thinking about what he's going to do next before he actually does the action. Like letting the ball bobble through him. That was quite a simple play. I mean, he, he went down for a long barrier, didn't he? But it wasn't textbook enough. He needs to get over up to the home of cricket, get up to Chelmsford and watch <laughs> the boys in pre-season this month and just see how they're taking fielding drills and long barrier because he sort of went down for one and let it bobble through his legs. I actually reckon I could teach him a few things as well. I would be worried if he was his teacher. <laughs> He'll never come back over. To, he'll be back down to double A, let alone triple A, with you being a teacher. Um, maybe you give him some singing lessons whilst you're at it. But um, no, it's... He's just got some kinks to work out, and I want to call them kinks because they are brain farts. They're just a lack, a lack of concentration. I don't know, but the, 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 the levels of errors you don't expect to be seeing at this standard. Yeah, I think that was evident, wasn't it? When he came up, he was just lost. The signing today of Jake Odorizzi by the Astros. What do you think of that? I mean, a lot of talk in the Angels off-season was if you can't get Bauer, you've got to go and get him and we need a pitcher for a couple of years and he was the next best option on the market, et cetera, et cetera. But he's now gone to the Astros after Franco Valdez broke his finger and is likely out for the year and their rotation was a weaker. Yeah. I mean, he's a five-inning guy. If you look at him over his last three years, he averages five innings an outing. Um 337 innings pitched and 66 starts. So, I mean, he's, very, he's been durable, apart from last year, when he only played four games. But, and I heard this actually from, I'm talking Halos on another podcast, when they've been talking about this sort of thing a lot. So I'm not going to pretend that this is my uh, complete knowledge. But, you know, Perry seems to be bringing in a lot of ground ball pitchers coming in as well, or a higher frequency ground ball rate. Oda Rizzi's ground ball rate is just nothing compared to his fly ball rate. So if you're actually looking at an infield of now Iglesias, where you've improved, you've got Rendon and you've got Fletch, you know, you're bringing in Jared Walsh and you want your infield to gobble up everything. Oda Rizzi's not really the picture that you want, to be honest with you, because those frequencies are so different. But as a five-inning guy, I haven't seen the numbers yet. I don't know if, you, if they've come out, but on, on what he's getting, I know it was a two-year deal. I haven't seen nothing. Him. You know what? I'm happy to I'm happy to work with Berea if we need a spot starter. Give us five innings, personally, yeah. and then save that small amount of money which we will have left under the luxury task task tax when it comes to, to comes to the crunch trade deadline. If we need to make a push, we can. That's that's where I'm at. Um, if you asked me three months ago, I'd have been a lot more upset. But right now, I'm actually happy with the six that we've got. They stay healthy. Um, Again, big ifs as always. But with that potential of Chris and Reid in the background, Berea, Felix, Sandoval, who I do have a gripe with, we'll talk about. Um, well, gripe, gripe now. Gripe now. Gripe now. It takes too long. It takes too long between pitches. 
I can't deal with that. I, I think, what was it? His first game that he played, it was like an hour and a half or something like that for two innings. It was monstrously long. I was I was timing it. It was like 30 seconds between each pitch, 40 seconds. It's like, come on, mate. Anyway, so um, gripe over. So yeah, Udovitsi, um for a five-inning guy, I'm, I'm not losing sleep. I feel, like, been- I feel like, though, you mentioned the ground ball stuff, which is very interesting. I feel like that's been the MO for the Angels for a few years. I feel like Billy Epler tried to do the same. When you have an infield defence, as we did, when you brought in Rendon and you had, obviously, Simmons in there, I feel like we were constantly trying to find these ground ball guys because we backed ourselves in the infield. Even Albert, to be fair to him, he yeah. he regressed massively as a hitter. But in the field, every few days, he still got it. Like for a 49-year-old man, he's still <laughs> Yeah, no, defensively Albert's done the job, hasn't he? Really. I don't I don't remember. I don't know many. if the numbers stack up on that, by the way. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I think he's talking absolute rubbish. But the don't eye Don't start fact checking. Yeah, the eye test to me suggests that Albert's in the field. He's still got the reactions. He's still got the He's obviously still technically knows exactly how to play the position as he has done at a Hall of Fame level. Yeah, no, definitely. So I, I don't know. I, I, only time will tell. But to be honest with you, I'm sort of over the get older busy, get older busy. I mean, yeah, Cobb wasn't everybody's like first, second, fourth, 40th choice to come in. But it, the rotation is where it is now and I'm okay with it. I've, I've come my piece. I've made my piece with the rotation as, as to what the options are going to be going forward. So you think that our shortstop is going to be the difference on these ground balls? Is he, is he going to save our pitchers? And what's he going to say to them? What's his name again? Well, Jose Iglesias. Iglesias. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's probably going to sing to the pitchers. I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Set that one up. Do you know what? The other one, the other oh. one I've got in my head all the time. Anyone ever says, Jaime Maria, it's just Ave Maria. It's just in my head every time. But I don't have the range to do that. I don't have the range for any of these others either. But that one... <laughs> yeah, you have no range. <laughs> I just have no range. But I think this, this show is going to go a new direction. I think it's just going to be a singing show. We're just going to find as many songs as possible we can for Angels players during the spring. It's been a long off-season. You've had too much time to think. I've had too much time to think. So this is where we're going with it. How can we really screw up the podcast so no one ever listens again? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Maybe this will just be a one-off episode. Or maybe yeah. I can just edit it out. No, nah, I'm going to leave it in there. That one's leave, it. leave it in. Although you took a while to uh, set me up for that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's fine. I'll let you off. I will let you off. Um, I have a little fun game for you here. Maybe you won't find it fun, but I thought it'd be interesting if we can now, I'm going to put you on the spot with some predictions. I'm going to go through the one to nine. And what I want from you is on a season basis, and obviously injuries may disrupt this. And you can take that into consideration if you think someone's going to get injured. If you think someone's not going to play a full year, put it into consideration. But what I want is a one, a batting average and a home run total for each player. Jesus. So I'm just going to wow. go, I'm going to go round, round the diamond and I'm going to start with Max Stassi. Max Stassi, give me his batting average for the year, prediction and home run total. Right. I'm going to, oh, wow. 
Okay, so Max Lassie, I'm going to slightly quickly cheat. I'm just going to bring up what their averages were last year in a shortened season. Okay, just so I've got some sort of idea what's going on. Okay. I've been um, to this condition, by the way, listeners. <laughs> right, okay, so Max Lassie. All right, so what, what did he do last year? Seven. Well, he had a breakout. Let's let's hope that he sticks around there. But I'm going to hang up 162 games. Let's go 12 home runs. We'll go 12 home runs and about a 250 average. Okay. Okay. I like it. I was going to go on that one. I was going to go. I quite like the 250 batting average, but I was going to push it to 260, being optimistic. I'm going to go 260 batting average and nine home runs. Yeah. Okay. So it's ballpark. I mean, he hit seven home runs last year and hit 278 in a short season. This year, hasn't it? So, yeah. Okay. So then we'll move over to first base and we'll go with Jared Walsh. Jared Walsh. I mean, he's got, he's got the pop. He's got the pop to 30, hasn't he? Let's face it. So he's probably going to split a time with Albert. Albert will probably play once or twice a week, I'd imagine. Um, But other than that, Give me, give me an average. Give me a home run total. Uh, average for Jared Walsh. And this is bottom end. I, I hope he does better. But I'm going to go 275. 275 for, for Jared Walsh. And, and and I want to go 25. 25 ding of Unis. I like that. Because he's got the pop. Okay. I like it. But you could, argue, you could argue a low average. You could also argue a all or nothing sort of average. Yeah, but I don't see that in his game right now. But I'm going to go with a... I'm going to go with a 258 average. And I'm going to say he's going to hit 21 dingers. So I'm going to go on the low end, but I'm going to go 21 dingers for Jared. Okay. Are you making a note of all this? No, but it's recorded. Oh, yeah. No point of the podcast. People can listen back. So I will make a note of this at some point, but I don't have to do it right now. Fair, fair. All right, David Fletcher. David Fletcher. The goat, or the goat to be, the goat to be. I mean, average for David Fletcher, seven hundred. <laughs> that's, that's a bit low. And five, yeah, and five hundred of it will be balls from above his head that he's hit. Um, to be, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Now, three oh three. I think it'll just be about three hundred. Okay, Homer's. Not one for pop, is he? Let's go. Let's let's go six. Oh, I was going to say six. I agree with you on that one. Six home runs for Fletch, but I'm going to go slightly higher than you. I'm going to say a three oh eight batting average. Fair enough. He, he gets one extra hit. Yeah, I think he's going to be very good. Uh, Tony two bags, Rendon. Oh, TT. I, I reckon he'll be two ninety one. Two ninety one yeah. average. And. 28. That could be on the low side, but 28. What do you go? You went 291, did you say? Yeah, 291 and 28 ding is well, it could go, could I'm easily gonna, be in the 30s. Yeah, I'm gonna go 290 average and 34 home runs. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, 34 home runs. Okay, let's go out to left field, which is a tough one. And you're going to start with Justin Upton. My guess is he won't be there all the year round. But Jay up, Jay up. Oh, now this will. I mean, 
I felt there was some promising signs so far in a couple of games that he has played in. You know, there, there was an opportunity where he actually hit a nice line drive into left, uh, brought in a couple of runners. You know, if if he starts thinking about that situation better, I think there's a chance. Um, I'm still concerned. I think it's going to be low. I think it's going to be around the 210, 212 mark. Homers? 15 to 18, but I also don't see him seeing it out. I think he'll be replaced out there. I think he'll be a bench piece by the end of the year. And I hope I am completely wrong. Hope I'm completely wrong. Yeah. So I was going to go with an average around 235 to 240. I'll go with 240 to be nice. Yeah. And I was going to... This is tough on home runs, isn't it? I still think yeah. he'll get his fair share. He'll be streaky. And he goes through hot spells. So I'm going to go with 21 home runs from Justin Upton on the proviso that he plays most of the year out there or DH in or off the bench. And he just we just know he goes through hot spells. And I don't think that's changed at this point. So I just hope the hot spell brings about 10 home runs in a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and really hot. So we got a young prospect now in centre field, Michael Nelson Trout. I, I've heard that he's pretty decent. And well, he's, he's got a chance, hasn't he? He's got a chance. He's got a chance. He's got a chance. About the same chance as you have of making Team GB. <laughs> I reckon he, 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 he's going to bounce back. He's going to go 310 this year. Okay. Three, 310 average. And what was it, 2019? It was, he weren't far off 40, was he, he in 2019? He hit 17. In no, that was last year. What was he? Yeah, he yeah. had 45 in the last full season. Yeah. He's getting a 50, 51. 51. 51 for Trouty. Unbelievable. Trouty's back. He is absolutely going to go ding a rooney over the next well, I agree few with months. You on, I agree with you on average. I think he'll go around his career. So I think he'll be yeah. around 305, 306 on that. Home runs. I'm not sure he's going to quite make 50. I was going to go 48, but I would love it if he gets over 50. I'm going to go 48, 306 for Trouty. And then yeah. right field, Dexter Fowler. This one's really tough. Because we have no idea what to expect from Fowler this year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've not even really studied his trends or anything like that, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I think with Dexter Fowler, considering what we had with Vidal last year and the really low batting averages and stuff like that, if Dexter Fowler can give us 260 with 15 home runs, I think that'll be a good return. Oh, yeah, I think you've been optimistic there. I'm yeah. going to go Dexter Fowler to. 28 batting average with seven dingers. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I haven't looked at his history well enough and I don't know I don't know of him, but, you know, I don't follow him as much. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm obviously over-egging Fowler where in the same way that I feel you're over-egging Upton. No, J-Up's bouncing back, baby. We need him to. He's such a big bat. And I said it last year in the middle of his really bad streak. He is such a big bat down in what maybe five, six, seven hole. You know, if, if he can have a good year, th that depth for that lineup at the moment just increases so much. Mm. All right, Shohei. What's he doing with the bat? He needs a bounce back here. Yeah. I mean, he's looking fit though. I mean, he's bulked up. Someone's been eating his spinach. Um, so, you know, in that regards. Well, he looks like a star. I, I think, I, yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, he looked very hunky before, but now... I mean, where was he at? Last time around. I think I'm going big. I'm going to go big with show. So I'm going to say he's going to be taking out 27 home runs 
and he's going to hit in about 297. Nice. I like that a lot. Yeah, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 290, 30 bombs. I just want him to, I just mainly just willing him to have this unbelievable MVP. Could you ima- can you imagine 30 bombs and 10 wins on the mound? That would just be unbelievable. Yeah, and the thing is, I can imagine it. Yeah, he's got the ability. 100% he's got the ability. We saw it in 2018. I mean, he was rookie of a year for a reason. He did things that nobody in baseball had done for m- multiple decades. Actually, probably only one other person in history had ever done such a thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's yeah. The potential was just unbelievable, unbelievably exciting to have and be able to watch. But yeah, now I think you could put any number on him. He's got that power. He does. He does. I will leave it with the lineup here today. But next time, I will probably come back to you for win losses and ERA for the pitching. Oh, ERA, <laughs> Jesus. Win losses in ERA for the pitching staff and wow. select members of the pen. So I'm at least giving you a week's notice here before I come back. Absolutely, fully appreciate it. You're too kind to me. I know. I'm far too good to you. <laughs> the listeners want to hear you on the spot. That's what I've always been told. That's you absolutely fine with me. Put Dave under pressure. That's what they say. I'd like to thank them just for listening in the first place. They can be mean to me if they wish. Very kind. Speaking of one of our listeners, I've got at Clay, 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 K-L-E-Y-C-L-A-Y-Y. He asked an interesting question. He said, when quarantine lifts and people get to travel, what are the go-to pubs out there to catch a game? Do pubs open early out there? We open early for EPL games out here. Only fair to return the favour for good international relations. I mean, I laughed. It's quite funny. Obviously, I'm sure he is aware that Baseball is quite a niche sport over here and pubs are certainly not opening early or late for people to go and watch baseball. However, there are certain places you can go to catch a game and we will be and I am part of at MLB UK community where we organise baseball meetups across the country, although primarily in London, but we're part of a hashtag MLB meetups UK and there's a growing movement. Obviously, it's been put completely on hold for the last year, but we're hoping from the summer, June, July time, we'll be able to get back to watching baseball. There's some great places for this. There's Home Run House, which is in Stratford, Westfield, which is a specifically designed baseball bar with MLB and Passyunk Avenue, a Philadelphia-style bar, which is fantastic. It's got batting cages, baseball on all the screens, beers. There's also where we hold all our meetups, which is Belushi's in London Bridge, who are great to us, put on multiple games of baseball and just bring people together. But there's, there's quite a few bars across the country. I think LJ's Clubhouse is another one. And I don't know, Dave, you obviously are in the uh, in the baseball game here. Where do people generally watch? Your teammates? I assume they're all baseball fans generally. Do you, do in, in their front rooms. In their front rooms. <laughs> there's a few West Coast. There's a few West Coast supporters on my team. You've got Giants, you've got Dodgers, you've got obviously myself with the Angels <laughs> at 3 a.m. in our houses. Are you an Angels fan, are you? Uh, I pretend I sort of masquerade as an Angels fan. Um, no, I mean all the places that you've said. Really, you might get get an odd game in the middle of the night being played at Aspers Casino in Stratford because that's open twenty four seven. But you know, as the movement continues to grow, you know, other bars. But it's just given the timings as well. You know, it's difficult if it's if it's going to clash with any sort of football. 
I'm not saying the other word, or any other mainstream sport in the UK, it's just not going to get on. Could you imagine going into a pub and trying to put the baseball on if you know, Premier League game's on? Just not going to happen. No. I mean, unfortunately, that's not the case, but that's why we do what we do. And that's why we're trying to uh, bring people together, grow the game of baseball, grow the Angels in the UK, and we continue on that mission. But really appreciate the support. And also, he told me he was like 6% British. He sent me a DNA ancestry thing. So he's one of our own. There you go. One of he's our one of our own. Exactly. So moving into the next week of spring training, what are you looking for this week? Anything you're particularly looking out for? Anything? No, we've... Without without putting out the usual disclaimers or anything like that, I just want to see health. I just want to get for another week, continue the conditioning, continue getting for the pitches, their control and velocities there. I'm not even worried about what the results are at the end of that from the from the hitters. I want the hitters to be taking walks. I want to be getting good hit, just making hard contact. Um, a couple of dingers won't go amiss. And just some good, solid defensive baseball. Um, yeah, and everything else will come in time, really. That's what I'm looking for. Who doesn't love a dinger? Who doesn't love a dinger? You don't want no bunting, let's face it. Final score tonight was 8-2, by the way. So we didn't miss much. Oh, no, was it? no more runs for the Angels, one more for the Rockies. And see you later. You can't yeah. work out practice up today. There you go. There you go. That's going to happen. It was nice to hear uh, Gooby back on the broadcast, though. I mean, yeah, it just brings a whole different dynamic to it all. And I thought Jose Mata was fantastic as well. You know, I wouldn't be upset with that tandem. Yeah, well, we'll see what the Angels do. Should find out in a few weeks, just before the freeway series. Yeah, yeah. Well, they want the um, partnership there, don't they, for that series? Right. Yeah, I believe so. I think they said we'd hear something in the next few weeks, just before that, when the Angels Fair return. Enough. Dave, is there anything else you have to discuss with me today? Anything you think the listeners might actually care about, other than the last 40 minutes of us? Talking about rambling. I think one last thing I just want to talk about quickly, and it's for you to replug, is the fantasy baseball that we're putting out there for our LA Angels listeners. That's a good point. So we have this season, we're trying to find the brightest and best fantasy minds in the Angels UK baseball world. We currently have a league up and running. We have 11 signed up. No, sorry, we have 13 signed up currently. There's three more places for a 16-man league if possible, if people want to do that. So if you listen to this and you fancy a crack and want to take it on, please do. Dave and I are both in the league and I'm sure you'll want to uh, uh, sure you'll want to beat us. But we have a trophy for the winner and we want to find who the best in the UK is. So that's the plug right there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Never having ever done a fantasy baseball thing before. It could be really good, lucky, or really bad. Honestly, it's a free-for-all. I've done many, and I will be terrible still. So, <laughs> um, Well, thanks all. Thanks, Dave. Again, great to chat to you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you like this, please do go on and, and like it. Subscribe to the page if you're on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or Anchor, whatever you do. Please go subscribe. Please give us a rating. Please comment. We love hearing from you. We want the interaction with you and it's why we keep doing what we're doing. So thanks all. Thanks for listening as ever. And thanks to you, Dave. Yeah, cheers, Nick. Thanks a lot.